right, hello everybody. Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode three eighty seven. I am Otto. Tonight I'm joined with Jared. Hello, Just Jared. <laughs> Alex Schlegel. Hello, everybody. Good to hang out. <laughs> and B, the B A double B. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh boy, and a special guest. What the hell was that? Oh, the soundboard. Soundboard. Is that a soundboard? Sound yep. That's a honk oh for God. Babs. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> Stop honking. Um, and uh, a special guest, Angela McArdle. Thanks for having me. The next Welcome. chair of the Libertarian Party. Live. Yeah. So. Hopefully right. so. You're trying, to, you're trying to be the the, uh, the ringleader? Is that, what do they call it? Ringmaster? What's the ringmaster. The, the ringmaster. Ringmaster. Okay. The, no, that's offensive. The, you can't say master anymore. The rodeo You know that, right? You guys know that when they show houses, they can't say master bedroom. They say main bedroom. They yes. took it off all the websites. I didn't. I I, I was recently uh, came uh, came aware of that, which I find hilarious because master is too offensive. So Star Wars is fucked even more. But well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we all are, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so I just got distracted. So I. I'm sorry. I'm drinking a white claw. I'm sorry, Babs. I know oh, this offends you geez. deeply, but what makes it even worse is I had we we had some crabs over the weekend, and I, we left them in the fridge. And I guess it's starting to smell because now the the oh, can no. smells like crabs. Your and I'm crabs like, are so starting gross. to smell. I think maybe you should see a doctor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not eat the crabs? We uh, we had a few left over that uh, my wife was going to make into crab soup, but she just never got around to it. And mm. so now my white claws smell like crabs. So, mm, mm, yes, yes. All right. Well, that's a, that's so, some details into auto world there. Uh, so, uh, Angela, Angela, well, you had a good weekend. I heard I've been hearing some good things at uh, the California convention. So why don't you tell us a little bit what happened out there? Yeah. So the California Libertarian Party convention took place in Long Beach at the Marriott. We did not have a vaccine mandate. No one checked your papers or asked to jam a stick up your nose in order to come in. So that was the first thing that I thought. That was really good. We managed to dodge that nice. bullet without any controversy. And it was a fantastic event. We had Dave Smith down to speak Friday nice. and Saturday night. Yep. He was very well received. Everybody was cordial and friendly. We got off to a great start. It was very packed. It was a packed house. I would say that this is probably record attendance for a non-presidential election year. So that was really encouraging too. Um, we have outgrown that venue, sadly, so we won't be able to have any more conventions there going forward. That's a good problem. And there were a lot of high quality people elected into executive committee positions. Uh, you know, we've got people with marketing and film skills, you know, like things that could actually help improve us, uh, improve our messaging. We got them elected. We got some people with professional board experience elected and, and a whole lot of Mises Caucus people are on the executive committee now. So that's are really all the old people in California out. I just I don't remember the names, but I remember them just having a bunch of horrible losers running that 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 uh, California LP. Like. <laughs> so some of the older people in the party are still in positions of leadership at the county level. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if they're the horrible ones you're talking about, but they're definitely older. And uh, I'm not saying I mean, I'm older. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're horrible because they're older, but I just know the people that used to run it were just just the worst, you know, the, the party. worst, like the yeah. worst. Well, so whoever they are, they're Did probably you say weld. They're they're probably <laughs> still around. That guy is not around. You know, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> the that worst you mentioned, the LP. <laughs> it's interesting. You mentioned him. Yeah, we, we were not sending our best. Um <laughs> that guy, you know, we were promised by a certain former national chairman that he would stick around for life because he purchased a lifetime membership. And it turns life. out it, it turns out that buying something doesn't actually make you the best libertarian. It's that that you can't actually buy your way into being uh, principled and ethical. So, uh, you know, we all have learning experiences, right? Uh, turns I think Bob out Barr was also a lifetime libertarian. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fascinating how spending a thousand dollars doesn't actually guarantee that you're a good person. So Bill Weld is, uh, yeah, he's not around anymore, and I hope, 
hope that everybody who thought he would be has the good grace to be embarrassed. And Just not be continue, glad he's gone. Jesus. Yeah, not continue to chase <laughs> after him. He's uh, we have we have bingo in the California Mises Caucus for for events. We were so busy this time, I forgot to pass it out, which is a shame. But one of the squares on bingo is uh, when you hear someone say "fuck Bill Weld." So, uh, <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, that's a thing. But it just seemed like the California was the kind of like a, the nesting ground for these people that wanted the Bill Welds and the Bob yeah. Bars and Absolutely the Gary Johnsons and the, you know, just. Ugh. So the old timers in California are split. Uh, you have some old timer radicals who are definitely uh, principled libertarians. doesn't mean that they're great at, at running things, but they're solid philosophically. And then you have some old timers who I'm not really sure what their intention is. I feel like they're a little bit more Republican light or free market Democrat. So they just, you know, they chase after whoever's got a big name or whoever's run for office, you know, and Bill Weld, they're just like salivating over Bill Weld. And I don't think most of them, they're, they're not particularly active. And even if they're in positions of leadership, they're not active, which like, is a oh, real shame. They're just like hoping Bill Weld can introduce them to like the uh, Council on Foreign Relations or the uh, World Economic <laughs> Forum. I think or so. Like, like <laughs> somebody's got to get so. us into these circles of power. I think the idea for those sort of people is it's sort of like, you know, like how police salivate at the war on drugs because it never ends. So it means job security. So I think for a lot of these like old timer, moderate, pragmatic libertarians, they don't want to in the Fed. They don't want to get rid of taxes. They just want to keep fine tuning it and twiddling it down and whittling it down to what they think is like a fair and reasonable policy because it gives them something to talk about for forever. Yeah, we Gary call Johnson those, fair tax, you know, we call those yes. um, min comms. There, the minimum <laughs> amount of communism required. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So mincoms. Yeah. So we min do have a handful of mincoms sticking around. I love right. a good babism. <laughs> oh shit! Now, well, in California, one time they had their convention on like a cruise ship, a yes. cruise ship to try to keep poor people away. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. I believe that was under Kevin Talk. Takanaka's uh, leadership, he's gone. I think he moved out of state. And that was, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure there was no like Libsock caucus present on that convention. <laughs> there was yeah, not. The libertarians were not there. There was yeah. not. It's the crazy. Yeah. So instead of gatekeeping people financially, we should probably uh, gatekeep philosophically. But that doesn't happen. Uh, not yet. We're not there yet. So uh, hopefully, hopefully one day we'll get there where we uh, actually become a party of people who are, you know, freaking libertarians in the libertarian party. Wow. Imagine that. That's, that's, that's uh, like crazy talk. There's whoa. no way you're getting elected chair. Angela. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of projection. There's a lot of projection who come that comes out of our haters. So people who hate the Mises caucus and, or, or people who are Mises adjacent and friendly to us. What do they scream all the time? Republican infiltrator, Republican yeah. infiltrator. What do they want more than anything? to nominate a former Republican for our presidential candidate. Yeah. That is, that is, it is mind blowing the, how confused they are on what they're actually about. Cause that's how it always shakes out guaranteed. I have a question for you, Angela, just, you know, it seems strange that we have to ask this question, but based on previous chairs of the LNC, uh, have you ever worked for the CIA? I have never worked for the CIA. Um, are you an asset of any kind for the, for the deep state? Not knowingly. I hope, I hope I don't wake up one morning and someone has flipped a switch somewhere and I'm just like, Shh, you know, Ultra. Just like yeah. if, if you could just walk us off, if you could just walk us through your past 10 to 15, 20 years prior, you know, give <laughs> us you the details. Own Did you own a, a used car dealership? Used cars, yeah. I've never sold a used car. Um, <laughs> I drive a stick shift and I Whoa. drive a used car. Whoa. All right, this she's got right. she's she's got potential now. Yeah, <laughs> credentials. Drive a stick shift. Yeah, <laughs> I drive a stick shift. I eat raw meat. I lift kettlebells. I am all of those awful Damn. stereotypes, all rolled yeah. into one. Everything yeah. about me is horrible. Nice. Definitely not a fed. Definitely not a fed. <laughs> the worst fed ever. If I am. <laughs> all right. What um? What are your uh? Like, let's. What's your rap sheet? Like, uh, any felonies? Yeah. Misdemeanors. I've never been arrested as an adult. 
Hmm. Yeah. But as a child, you were precocious. <laughs> <laughs> I was ambitious. I was ambitious well, as a prodigy. Teenager. We'll say uh, oh, yeah. she was. A, she was a prodigy. Well, I I did this thing when I was a teenager uh, where I moved across the country and reestablished my life. You know, and was looking for work and that whole thing. And apparently it's like illegal. It's called running away, you know? Uh, and so uh, that got me in a little bit of trouble. But other than that, I mean, I've got a pretty clean record. Pretty clean. All right. Well, you can work on that. I can. <laughs> Plenty I of time. There's, There's room time. to grow. Yeah. Well, I have, a litig I have a litigation background too. So that's kind of, you know, like an interesting thing. So I'm good at getting myself out of trouble. I've been litigated. To... Yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. I mean, I, I love it. I think lawsuits are so much fun and I just enjoy them. And I'm just like, oh, someone's getting sued. Oh, you know, but, but usually it doesn't. Well, I'm glad someone can be happy about my divorce. Yeah. <laughs> it always no, that's, comes back to divorce. So that's, that's a strategy I have. Um, we're going to be recruiting a bunch of d d divorce attorneys into the Libertarian Party because they all have such a thick skin. They they don't mind infighting and drama. They live for that shit. That's like literally their bread and butter. So we're going to pull a bunch of divorce attorneys into the LP and, and uh, then we'll be in good shape. <laughs> you lost bad there. You lost bad on, on the attorneys. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All right, good. So, uh, any so more about the convention? Uh, I heard it was like a. So, how many days did you guys have? How many official so days? For the our conventions are usually two and a half days. So, f Friday night or Friday afternoon, and then all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Uh, it went really well. I mean, I, I think I know what you're getting at, and it's that the Mises Caucus did actually sweep the elections, and everybody that we endorsed was voted in. We didn't lose a single spot. Excellent. I will I will say though that not every single person we nominated or endorsed is actually in the Mises Caucus. We did we did nominate a few allies and people that we thought were really good and at their jobs and had been in the party a long time. We did nominate them for positions and help get them elected because there are good people in the party outside of the Mises Caucus, and you know I don't want that to be overlooked. But are I'm sure that the... oh go ahead. I'm sure that that's not the optics of it. It's going to be the evil Mises edgelords took over yeah. every position and they're going to destroy the party. But, you know, mm, pretty much. Tish, Are you making the rounds tissue. to other that's conventions? This or? Podcast. Yeah. How yeah, about in I, the East Coast, like Pennsylvania or New Jersey? So I am on the East Coast all the time. I, I'm, I'm on the East Coast almost every weekend. It's getting kind of outrageous. How about the, I, the Pennsylvania LP or New yeah. Jersey LP convention? I'll be in the pencil. I'll be in Pennsylvania. I won't be at the New Jersey convention, but I was able to actually meet with the New Jersey guys back in December. I was able to nice. have a meet up with them and hang out after my Soho Forum debate. Cool. Oh, that's right. You flew out for that. I did. I did. I got uh -huh. to visit the desolate desolate wasteland that is new york city yeah how was it was it like wait wait it still exists i assumed it had been like flooded by global warming or communism or like well it has anything. yeah it has okay. been flooded by communism absolutely i didn't know uh, it was still habitable in any way you know i hadn't been to new york city before which i'm sure is oh that sucks shocking you've never been weird. you've never been in the before Damn. times uh-uh i've been to That's... new york I've been to New York several times to upstate, but I had not been to New York city. Uh, it had just always, it had never worked out every time I'd planned or thought, you know, something else came up. So it was so you are sad. Coming to the, you are coming to the Pennsylvania LP convention. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Cause I was thinking about going to that one. Like people you should to get me to go and It'll it seems like time, it's going to be a real hoot. But uh, so maybe I'll come out there. Are you guys all coming? Yeah, I'll be there. Otto, I, Otto go, and I are going my brother. When I'm picking this? up my brother going no, up. The weekend after next. I think you should go. I think look, maybe look you should. what I have should've... right here. Yeah. You're, you're invited. Oh, yeah. Mavs there going. you go. That's going yeah. to the LPPA Where convention. is it being held? Williamsport. The fine town of Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which is like home of the Little know. League World Series. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And, that, and that's yeah. it. And <laughs> Penn College of Technology. I would, the last time I was there was a college visit like 20, <laughs> like 25 years ago. It's so yeah, it's Are you like still waiting there. for your acceptance oh, letter. Yeah, I'm oh, still by waiting. The way, <laughs> one day I'll get accepted. <laughs> but I saw something. There. I saw something from uh, Kevin 
Kevin, somebody oh. who's like, I think he's the mm. Pennsylvania something, something executive well, director was. something. Yeah, Kevin, we'll talk, yeah. we'll talk well, some after he, stuff. He, I guess he put out something. It was like showing the uh, the membership, recent membership increases, right? Oh. And I thought, you know, I, I just congratulate him. I said, wow, you know, like Mises did a great, Mises, Mises caucus did a great job there. Congrats, dude. <laughs> Yeah. They like they love to take credit. They love to take credit for, but then not mention. Right, they love and to it's do all that. right because if if I recall, like the way it went, like they you, you guys brought in all these people to the convention last year, but then they they didn't credential them because of the like the ninety day rule or sixty yeah. hundred eighty like, day hundred and eighty yes. day rule, which usually got waived, but didn't it got this waived time, like just all the keep... fucking time. All the time. Right. But meanwhile, you still have all this new membership, but they're willing to take credit for that. They're like, right. Yeah, look <laughs> at all the new members we brought in. Well, we don't let them vote in convention, but you know, hey. <laughs> I have like, a feeling credit will be given at the next convention because I think it's gonna right. be unavoidable. A hundred percent unavoidable. I mean, I hope it's just going to be a uh, just an overwhelming with superior numbers kind of situation. Right. I mean, yeah, please don't lose to these losers. I mean, God, (laughs) so humiliating. Right. Yes. If I'm going all the way out there, like, yeah, like that would suck. Babs only wants to hang with winners at the after parties. (laughs) He just wants to hang with winners. Well, see, so, I bailed out on the, you know, I used to do stuff for the, for the LP of Pennsylvania, like in the uh, early 2000s. And, you know, I, I put a lot of sweat into trying to, you know, trying to help them with, but uh, eventually it just got swamped with losers. And I'm like, I'm just tired of being surrounded by morons. And I had to get out. Then what are you know? doing so, here? <laughs> nostalgia. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> CFR is calling you. Join the winners. Join the winners. Yeah, yeah just you know, have fun with it. But it seems like it's going to be a great time. So um, yeah, yeah at not? least I come think, for the fun. I think yeah. it's going to be great. I'm going to go. I'm going to participate maybe in the first ten minutes of business, and then I'm not going to vote in any of your internal elections because that would be in poor taste of me to right. do so. And I think that that would be something you know, like that former former national chairs should should think about. Should I yeah. should so, I vote in it? As a, oh, I'm absolutely. the region five, I'm the region five rep. Dude, you're in, man. You're oh, in. actually, no, actually. So I was at the Virginia convention over the weekend, and Where was that was it in Richmond? Uh, right outside Richmond, yeah. So, okay, um, Richmond's cool, cool, cool. City. It was pretty cool. I haven't been down there in a long time, so it was pretty cool to get down Except there. Except for like the eternal uh, the eternal poop flame. <laughs> oh, oh I off the highway yeah. yeah i didn't that's get like that. way down south off of 90 yeah that's crazy Tell me more. I, it's like this <laughs> is it a sewage treatment plant is yeah the, the city collects all the fart gases out of the sewer and then they burn them in a giant torch to the city government to just it's like, like it's like, the, like, like the, the tomb of the unknown soldier or something i don't know like eternal <laughs> flame of, of citywide farts that that just that that unifies oh, the city and they can all look at it and know that some of that gas right. burning came out of my ass and they but yet it's all the city together so it's like that sounds kind of like like they took the idea of that girl. Did you see on the news? She was like selling her farts and ended up in the hospital. She ate too much fiber. Like oh, maybe they yeah. maybe they that's, know each other. That's commitment to a gig, you know. Like yeah. you got to respect that. Yeah. Hey man. So whatever pays. So I was down in Virginia, so I didn't get to see that, unfortunately. But um, I did. Uh, so I got there to the convention, and they gave me my badge and everything. But <laughs> it said it said Region Four uh, alternate rep. So that's what, 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 yeah. what FEMA like, region cool. is that? So I, I tagged California. I was like, hey, guys, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> uh, we do alternate rep. Because uh, region four is all California. Yeah. Uh, is is Jim know. Lark still the region five rep? Or did Jim, he, did he no, finally retire? But he, Jim Lark was there. He had. All right. So the, so the vice chair and the chair of Virginia did not show up to the convention. What? So Why? it was chaired by the, I think, I forget who this guy was. I forget. Probably apologize. But, um. And so they all were like, "No, we can't have him. Lark's here. We'll have we'll have we'll have Jim Lark do it." And so they had him. They had him pretty much run the whole convention. But he's not the Region Five rep anymore. No, 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 no. no. Okay. That's uh, Susan. Susan Hogarth. People didn't show up. Yeah. Okay, I feel so much better about anything that anybody said about California. Like uh, that, just instantly. 
apparently right. we were not we yeah that's that's absolutely and, tasteless and insane. well if it, why show up and be humiliated right well no they're actually i know I, I i was apparently i don't know i don't, I don't want to get too much into it but apparently there yeah. was they said that they were sick but then they got tagged on facebook at an event another event that same day and then it got deleted i don't know i they got, I, they I, got the coof they got the coof let's call it covid um, related and move on there you go so um but yeah that was funny about my badge and there was literally it was cool because we got the i guess just got the hang back I, it was pennsylvania was a little it was my pennsylvania was my first convention i ever went to that wasn't in my state in maryland so this was like my second one out of state and this was the one time where i didn't feel like i needed to pay attention to every detail <laughs> yeah. that was going on i could just hang back and so i we hung back you at never the bar. have to pay attention you can always right, just so hang back at the bar we it's were at the totally bar acceptable at any lp event and they ran out of bourbon. We're everyone's oh. just doing shots of bourbon. So we're oh, just no. doing shots what? of bourbon. Yeah. And so they asked so they asked uh, me and Susan to go pick up more bourbon from one of those ABC stores. And that's, <laughs> oh, so that's that was right. Because did. you gotta go yeah, so Virginia yeah. and Pennsylvania, Virginia. they're common. Government state. owns so they have yeah, the, they gov- the, the government store. owns all the booze, Angela, and it's right, like kind of like the day. Soviet Union. That is so <laughs> yeah, weird. Depending on where you live, it's like, God damn it, I gotta drive really far away or like right. Pennsylvania they actually call them state stores it's called yeah. a state store Go to the, the state, state store. store so fucking some people ugh. thought hey you know what let's let them sell weed too that'd be great <laughs> well yeah I, I mean are there hookers yes. like how far does this go no, unfortunately not. Could you imagine yeah. a government hooker? Well, state, be the they, well they run gam- the state <laughs> runs gambling and liquor <laughs> and and weed well <laughs> yes i can Child prostitution is 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 done out of uh, Philadelphia City Hall Shut and uh, Harrisburg uh, State <laughs> Capitol. So that's where uh, the the sex workers they'll work at the state stores. That's where the brothels will be that are sponsored. Once you know oh legal prostitution, you'll go to the state store. Yeah, because they suck. Because they're run by the government, so they're always a pain. Yeah. yeah. So they so Otto, you had to go. Union. Like the so, Soviet Union collapsed under this model, but Pennsylvania so, it lives on. Wow. So when yeah, people so ask, went, like, what does the region alternate and what does yeah. the region rep do? They go on so booze runs to we the go state on booze store. runs. That's exactly what we do. And so we got nice. a big old big old bottle of you know, uh, bourbon and we brought it back and we just continue. And by the time the convention was done, that was almost all gone too. So it was, it was crazy. I must have had like 10 shots. I must have had like 10 shots the whole day. Just, just doing shots. And I I didn't pay for the food ticket thing. Plus it was tacos and everyone knows I don't like tacos. So. Oh, shots fired. Yeah. I don't, I don't like tacos. Shots fired. That's I don't get that. You You and Dave Smith will probably get along great. That's like, that's like, That's like racist. How do you, I how know. Do you not like tacos? Too much work. It's too much work for too little reward. You, to you, to you pick put all up this... a taco and eat it? It's but too yet, much yep. work? But yet this well, dude no, will bust crabs like nonstop. Like, you're goddamn right. He'll bust you're crabs. goddamn right. But you're well, like, what if we put oh, the so tacos in a giant a pile in front of you? Would that change it? I mean, no, because like, I don't like taco seasoning. I don't like taco oh, seasoning either. You're fired. Recall. Recall <laughs> auto. He's just an this alternate. Very, don't worry. You heard it here first. You can't do that Recall much damage. Auto. This is our biggest take that we always taco, everyone hates me for. Taco so I understand. Gate, taco gate brings down auto. This is why I can't. People are like, why can't, why don't you leave California? And I'm like, tacos, palm trees, weather. Yeah, communism. I know, but apparently you've got communism in Pennsylvania and yeah, yeah, plus dude, snow, okay. and garbage, and no palm trees. So there's a, there's a gas there's a gas station by my house, but uh, it's like a little few a few miles away from me. It's closer to where I work, and it's ranked the number one in the country. It's literally attached to a gas station, a cell station in Maryland, and it was ranked the number one in the entire world or entire country for tacos. And I had tacos there, and I did not like the tacos. Gas I station thought they were tacos gross. are the best. I okay, was, I, gr- I would say gross. It was just it just wasn't my thing. I love spicy foods. I don't, but it's just. I don't know. Something about the seasoning of the meat. I just can't get into it. Everything falls apart, falls out all over the place. I don't like it. I, I don't know if it's for whitest, whitest PRL podcast. It, I, it is. It really just, is. Just say they're too spicy, Otto. Okay? That's what oh, you should no. say. Oh, what, no. What are you eating in Maryland? It doesn't have enough mayo for Otto. I yeah, love I was going to say. What I are even it. what are Maryland tacos anyway? It's probably like it's mayonnaise. Like, it's, it's like, like old right, Number one in the country. 
Number one, that's great. We've got some great. Yeah, there's some good spots. Yeah, if you go to the legit spots, there's like a well, there's a big Hispanic population out here. Yeah, there's one block in Baltimore. It's Eastern Avenue. It starts basically. It's Greek Town for like a block, and then another block. It's um, well, yeah. There's like you're talking like Haven Street, that whole area. What is what is Hispanic? Why does everyone? Why did everyone all of a sudden start using this term created by Richard Nixon? Hispanic, right? Well, because yeah, it's a whole like Maniola. I don't know. Yeah. There's a Latino. Yeah. Latino there's a Latino it's community. Latin. 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 Latinx. Latin community. No, no, no. Don't no. Use that Latinx. Heard Latinx. First. Latinx. That's Latinx. the white communist oh. term. That's the white right. communist yeah. term. Yeah, but, they, I, but there's. I, I, uh, gosh, damn. It just it's my worst take. Everyone hates me for it, but I'll eat any other type of meat. I don't care. I don't. I'm not prejudiced against or the food trucks or the menudo tacos. Do you hate all Mexican food? Menudo burritos, burritos, burritos are okay. Yeah, they're okay. He doesn't like the meat and seasoning. He's not. I don't like the seasoning of it. Oh, fajitas. Oh, yeah. Hello, sizzling fajitas. I mean, what about ceviche? Do you like ceviche? Ceviche. I don't know what ceviche is. Oh, it's like raw fish. I stay okay. I love. I love alternate dude. I love sushi. I love. Put everything for. I just don't like Mexican rockfish. All right, Alex. Sorry, I can't. Alex, I can't make your website. I'm making no. a website for for recall auto now. Even I mean, most white people still yeah. like elote. It's like corn on the stick what with like mm. a little co- elote. Like street corn? corn? Like yeah. Like culture. Street, street, street corn. corn? I've never had. It's got the uh, tajin though. Tajin. Tajin on it. Tajin. I don't like tajin. tajin. I don't like that. Disavowed. Disavowed. Right, we found the white supremacy in the caucus. I know it's going to be used against me. It's fine. It's fine. But hey, you guys. If, hey, if you guys sit, meet me in person, you're like, hey, I got a taco for you. Try bring me tacos, and I'll try it, and I'll see if you can get me to like it. There you go. Yeah, okay. whatever. Do you like Korean uh, food? Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not letting this go. All right, Korean uh, tacos. Uh, I'm going to sell you on tacos. You're getting Korean LA tacos. tacos. Oh, hell yeah. I'll try it. I'll try some, it. Yeah. If, I'll go. Hell yeah, some some like kimchi cabbage or yes. rogi. Hell yeah, the kimchi, <laughs> kimchi Never. with like spicy Korean uh, spicy mayo sauce. And, I will uh, try it. Yeah, Welcome shredded the PRL beef cooking of, hour. Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my bad take. It derails by Angela. It always derails. every conversation I ever have. It derails it when I bring up I don't like tacos. But well, do you go to the uh, the neighborhood in L.A. where the Korean neighborhood where they had the like the roof Koreans and the Korean like the real. Oh. Like there's yeah. a that's like a really cool like uh, Korean neighborhood there, right? Uh, K Town, uh, yeah. K Town is great. I mean, that generation of Koreans is not running the show anymore. So I don't know if we would Damn. if things got crazy. I don't know if we would have the same show of support from the Korean community. You would from some of the some of the shopkeepers, but I think a lot of them have since like retired and passed the reins on. I follow that one guy. Uh, what's, he's the original. He was in that photo. He was one yeah. of the four guys, and I follow him on Twitter. He has a big following. Maybe he got he he might have got kicked off, but uh, Roof Korean, and mm-hmm. he, he like uh, pretty much Korean. yeah. But I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh damn, that was 30 years ago. But he's right. like, was it that long ago? I mean, yeah. But yeah. he's like a feisty. He's a feisty old man. Like he pops up in videos where he's just like fucking up Antifa and like going yeah. to protests, and they're like bowing up on wow. him. And he's like relentless, but you look at him and it's like, damn, he's like, they're getting up there. That generation is up there. So it's right. not that it's not ge- that generation of roof Koreans right now in LA. Yeah. But so what's that neighborhood? What's it name? What's it like now? Um, well, now it's sort of getting, okay. So parking is insane, but there's nowhere that's more difficult to park in LA than Koreatown. Maybe Silver Lake. I've never Lake. been, I've never been to LA, but it doesn't oh seem appealing. God. Oh, I haven't. I've been. Okay. So. I'm cultured. I'm just uncultured. So, yeah. That's just, uh, that's almost uh, as bad as not liking tacos. So LA, like <laughs> the way I describe LA, the way I talk about it now, when I say L- I love LA it's like I'm talking about a dead person and I keep forgetting they died. Like, oh, I love my grandma. Oh, shit. It's been eight months. I keep forgetting. Uh, that's Aww, kind of yeah. how I feel. No, that hasn't literally been eight months. Uh, I'm just saying that's the vibe I have yeah. about L.A. Yeah. Like, it's what I love about it is dead and gone. That sucks. And the memory like the Hollywood parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. So Ever much since into, Epstein left. Yeah, I'm not so much into the date rape part. But, Once the um, adrenochrome dried up. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
That's exactly. really what happened to LA. Yeah, the no adrenochrome dried up due to supply chain shortages. Yeah. Next thing you know, like it's just lame. Yeah. Yeah. Before Epstein scene, didn't kill himself. Yep. The music scene uh, was incredible, and that's pretty much dead. And yeah. nothing is the same. The vibe is always going to be killed if you have half or more of the audience walking around wearing masks. It's not the same. It's an no. absolute, just total buzzkill. And they check your papers. You want to go anywhere, you got to get your papers checked. So even if you're willing, what is it to like f- vaccine mandates and yeah. crap like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if yeah. you're willing some to truckers. fake it, get some truckers. Man, isn't that starting? You think LA is friendly to truckers? Oh hell no! That's no. why there's no, supply chain shortages. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. I remember during the riots. I remember during the riots when they pulled that one guy out of his truck and like they. Oh, Reginald was it? Reginald face. Denny? The, in the I was horrified. I was a kid. And I saw it. I was like, Jesus I know, Christ, right? Well, I was mm. like. That was fucked up. When they drug him out of the, what, what's the? How does the the phrase go? Like you know, stay strapped or get clapped. Right? Stay strapped yeah. or get clapped, my friend. That's true. How about those um, uh, freight trains in L.A.? Did you, did you see okay, that? Okay, so oh, yeah, so I used yeah. to live right next to one. Uh, that's true. That yeah, that's, I saw those videos. That's, that's true. Dude, what wild. is it? What's uh, true? Organized train robberies. Yeah, basically. Well, you could talk about it, Angela. That the- no, it's train looting. So these trains roll through L.A. Uh, near downtown L.A. And they go slowly and you can hop a train. It's, it's not that difficult and they're not always locked. And so people get on there and they toss all of the Amazon packages out and the, the amount of garbage and basically stolen property that's all over the place is, is like breathtaking. It is something to behold. So it's just like hundreds of feet. There's just litter everywhere where people have. So somebody gets on the train while it's moving, opens it up and just starts chucking stuff off as the train rolls through. It's going, it's going through, it's going through, it's like two or three tracks and it's going very slow or sometimes stopped to get into the yard. And it's all coming from the port. So they're, you you guys seem they're all coming out of like the port of Baltimore, those container truck, like the container, the intermodal. I love just like, yeah. yeah, Like you've seen them, Jared. I don't live in one. Yeah, the, the, the fuck the, the the trains that come in and out of the port of Baltimore, but yeah, they just bust into them, and it was like, yeah, isn't it? It was like a couple blocks, right, Angela, that were just scattered yep. with garbage. It was like, yeah, the pictures are pretty hard. Fuck, it looks wow. like something you would see like in like Honduras. Well, yeah. the, what, what does railroad security have to say about any of this? Are they just like, we, we call nine one one and wait, or what are they doing? Oh yeah, yeah, no, they don't. These are government employees. But okay, it used so to be railroads would defend themselves. Well, what, that's like, that's true. Yeah, but apparently there was. Uh, I don't know. I might have to get yeah, into the no docks. Pinkertons. But they only have like one or two, and it's yeah. Over there's a not enough blocks. people. Yeah. Think about this. Put it in your perspective. You're a government employee. You have a cushy job, but you don't make a whole lot, right? What do these people make? I don't know. Maybe let's guess twenty-five to thirty dollars an hour. And you're gonna go risk your life and maybe get shot by gangsters or thugs who are well, pulling. So when you say government employee, you're talking about the train operators. Is this like a mail? No, train no, or something or what? What are you talking? No, about? the LA, the LA cops, they aren't doing shit about it. The government cops aren't, but the railroad police only has like one or two, you know, to protect, and it's like multiple blocks. Like, and I think there was a, a strike with the railroad cops or something, so they were very undermanned, or maybe with COVIDs. COVID. How about until they get the staffing fixed, maybe booby traps? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's our private property. I mean, maybe the okay. rooftop Koreans so could the be thing brought about in. That. Yeah, let's bring back the rooftop Koreans. Okay, the thing the about railroads. Train booby top traps Koreans. is interesting because you're not allowed to booby trap anything in California. You're not allowed yeah, to in Maryland either. Yeah, you're not Maryland's allowed to like a little train California. either. So yeah. we'll call it even. Not yeah. even your own property. Yep. So- in, yep. In, that's what happened with. Uh, with Duncan Lemp, he did that in his in his property that was used against him as well. Apparently, yep. one of the it's one outrageous. Of it's outrageous. So, yeah. like in Koreatown, actually, there's a there's a section of Koreatown that's really rough, and people have their cars broken into all the time, all the time. So I'm naturally, I'm like, well, dude, just razor blades, you know, in the car. You know where they're at. Just be careful when you sit down. Like, make sure you're wide awake before you get in your car. You can't do it. It's a felony. It's a felony to like intentionally endanger the life of someone who's trying to rob you or murder you. It's, it's ridiculous. I'll take my chances. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Private property rights. Don't, don't, uh, don't try to steal my shit and then you won't get cut up. 
Don't rock rock my train, bro. Where where was it? Is it was it somewhere in San Francisco where everyone just leaves their back of their car, the trunk open, so so people don't break them open? Like you just that's been all over California. That's that's a thing in LA. Like in that same part in Koreatown, it's customary to leave your glove box open and your car unlocked, but a a um, you know a stick on your wheel. So that so that no one can actually steal it, but so they can get in and look through it and find that oh, there's nothing here, so they'll move on to the next car. It's oh wow, there's a- still there's still a market for clubs in LA. <laughs> it's wow. quite sad and humiliating. Remember well, that's why I drive said, a, I'd recommend like, the club. Yeah. That's Remember why I drive a stick shift. I'm a law enforcement officer, and I recommend the club. <laughs> it, uh, that's like the perfect car. It sounds like if you're in LA, have a stick shift because. Yeah. It's an anti-theft device because most for real. most millennials and almost all Generation Z people like they can't drive a stick. Hell no, especially not so, an older one that's a little tricky. So speaking Check. of uh, COVID and stuff, you're talking about the regulations and everything going on. I mean, I know the part uh, the LP you know really hasn't been hard on this issue at all. I mean, I feel like they wait so long to put anything out to be on the right side of anything and by that time it's kind of milk toast and really just not effective yeah. you know you're I, you know you're running for chair there's some of this stuff like how would you how would you coordinate a some type of way where we can look like we're on top of things and defending liberty but at the same time also not looking like a reactionary or something like that and getting, okay getting caught so, up and stuff like that the way to avoid being a reactionary is to actually stick to your principles and so if your principles guide you on everything, if there's something violating them, you should be at the forefront. You should be the vanguard of, you know, attacking whatever is attacking you or, you know, the first shield against the people, you know, for the people who are being attacked. So I don't think that you have to be reactionary necessarily to stand against government tyranny. But, uh, you know, like, what, what are you asking? The, what would the LNC chair, what would the LNC's chair role be in this kind of stuff? Because like back in the day, like a chair was just kind of running a meeting, but now with Twitter and these platforms and media opportunities for the chair, it's, it's more of a public face than I think it used to be. So uh, how would you use that in this, this situation? So maybe what we could do is sort of, let's go back in time. We'll go back in time and say what I would have done if I was position, if I was in the chair position. So in 2020, a bunch of people got elected and most of them were not even Mises friendly and it sucked and they were not principled and they didn't know how to handle this. Uh, and I think that most of the people who got elected, they're not anti-libertarian, they're not secret Democrats, they're just people who are very uncomfortable talking about their principles and they will just collapse and fold under pressure. And I think that's what happened. And the role of the chair in those situations is to encourage everyone to actually stand up for freedom and to defend it and to judge the personalities and temperaments of the other people on the executive committee, especially the people in messaging, right? So first of all, appoint people onto committees where you have committee appointment authority who are gonna actually be good at their job and not collapse under pressure. Very important. But given the hand that you're dealt with, what you've got to do is you've got to tell, go to people and say, hey, we got to speak out on this. And if they're scared or they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, this could be a really bad move for us. you got to encourage them and be like, you know what? I understand you're worried about it. I understand your concerns about the backlash. But I think that what we're going to do, if we do this, we're going to be like incredible. And we're going to be the only voice speaking out for all the people, the millions of people who are getting totally fucked over right now. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a statement on it on my own. And I want you to see the overwhelming support that we get. And when you see that, I want you to feel encouraged about it. And then we're going to make a statement against lockdowns and mandates. And I want it to be really hardcore, but I know you're not comfortable with that yet. So we're going to take it down just a couple of notches. And then we're going to wait, right? We're going to wait and see the support that we get. And then we're going to build up and we're going to build up and build up. And if you do that, if you kind of meet people where they're at and you push them a little bit outside of their comfort zone, and you bring yourself down just a little bit, you kind of meet, you know, a little bit in the middle, you're going to set people up so that they can rise. And eventually what's going to happen, probably sooner than later, is you're going to bring those people with you and encourage them to speak out boldly. And they're going to get positive feedback from the people that matter. And then we're going to keep going and keep going and get louder and get louder. And that's how you get the whole organization on board with speaking out against lockdowns. 
but more than, and, and what you got to do in these sort of situations, because it's a crisis, it's a national crisis. Everyone's freaking the fuck out is you got to plan for short-term decisions and short-term actions. Take things one week at a time so that you can deftly maneuver. And then you need to start building an actual call to action in it so that you're not just bitching on the internet because everybody loves to bitch on the internet, but eventually you, you lose support and enthusiasm when you don't have anything to do. So we should have had a national, like call your, call your, uh, your legislators, call your whatever campaign. And then we should have identified little pockets in blue states that were defying mandates. And we should have highlighted that at the national level, seen what those people were doing and encouraged other libertarians to do the same. That would have been what the national party should have done. That's what I would have done if I had been working with people who didn't want to speak out boldly against lockdowns. That's why it's so important to have someone who's good in leadership, who's a, not a complete asshole. I'm a little bit of an asshole, um, but and also not a complete wet blanket. You got to be able to kind of judge people, see where they're at and understand what it takes to motivate them to get them to do what you need them to do. I hope that answers it. That's my yeah. rant. Okay. No, I mean, that's a solid plan. It's, it's kind of what what people look forward to. I mean, what, what we yeah. were hoping for when this all started yep. and just never happened. No, and it's because one of the members of the LNC, you know, it made a comment like, oh, I don't think we should do that. Something to the effect of, I think we should stay in our lane. So what that tells me is that we have elected people in the past who don't understand what our lane is. Our lane is to advocate for freedom, especially our most basic, basic liberties, like, like the freedom to walk outside and go to work and go to the grocery store. Like this and is And to just not be really, injected. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. Like, let's <laughs> Your own bodily stuff. integrity. How about that? Your own bodily autonomy, the, the freedom to not be held down and forcibly injected or coerced into getting it because people are going to rob you of your livelihood or, and socially or tricked you. into it or bribed yep. into it uh, under and, false oh, pretenses the, or so many disgusting things. How about the, the vaccine mandate uh, or the vaccine lotteries? Have, have oh, you guys yes. read about those? Oh, yeah. The, our government our giving government out millions of dollars, that. millions of dollars to people who get vaccinated. Gross. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, you've got a, you've got a one in ten thousand chance of winning the prize, but then what's your chance of, um, and a one in of like cardiac pick. inflammation? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> what's your, chance, what's your chance of dropping over dead? Our governor Larry Hogan, I tweeted it. I, I think I trolled one of the local stations, but he was uh, promoting for the booster. And like something with he was partnering with a casino down towards Ocean City, Ocean Downs, and partnering with the Maryland Health Department and doing a vaccine clinic at this casino to get your booster. So I think it was a, the Mises Maryland page. I was like, come on down to the casino. Take your chances at myocarditis or whatever the fuck, you know? God. Like, wow, fucking people gross have no is that? shame at all. There's Especially like, they when, have like, no limits, no it's shame. Like, it's like this shit is over. Like, they're they're pivoting to midterm elections and all these mandates are being dropped yet they're still trying to be like Pfizer salesmen of the year and it's hey, like, in the end they all have to answer to Klaus Schwab okay oh. and like they're they're doing what they can to not get lynched at home but the last thing they want is their butt kicked the next time they go to right. the World Economic Forum right 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 hey did, speaking of him did you see I saw a video um, I couldn't tell when it was from but it was a uh, it was Klaus Schwab doing one of his um, like interviews uh, at his own like event or whatever. And he was talking about their uh, young global leaders, I think where they had, where they're grooming these like leaders. And he oh, yeah. specifically mentioned Trudeau and they were also mentioning Argentina, France and how they're grooming these young leaders and how they're also have quite a few cabinet positions for their people now and they're just like just openly bragging about this and i'm like okay like all right you know like why is why is justin trudeau being this way you know like ask his boss you know yeah, like exactly like and, and when you look at the, the kind of stuff coming out of klaus schwab and the world economic forum it's like oh yeah total control total dominance you know like own nothing blah 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 like you know total surveillance total censorship total you know uh you know, bio uh, passport, internet passports, monetary passports, like total lockdown mentality. And, um, you know, and Trudeau's just, he's taken the whole thing. So it's not a secret conspiracy anymore. It's very out in the open. 
they promote like, it. They have yeah. a website advertising yep. it. Right? Like, they like make the Great videos. Reset. They're yeah, very like, open. It's, yeah, it's like you don't have to. You don't have to imagine what they're doing. Just listen, and it it, it kind of makes sense when you see people like Trudeau, like. Whose interest is he serving? Like, is Big Pharma really paying him that much? No, for his uh, his deputy secretary of or whatever it is, deputy whatever, basically the vice whatever Dirty. Trudeau is. But she is on the board, I believe, the board of directors for this Young Global Leaders Initiative, and she's the one talking about. Right. Oh, hey, by the way, we're going to come after your Bitcoin. We're going to seize your bank accounts. Oh, go fund me. Like, we're going to track and seize your financial assets if they're in the bank. Like shit's it's fucking wild and and you know that there are people at you know in the united states and all the other country like which which of these global leaders has condemned the tyranny in canada right like when when putin did something vaguely sketchy or any other people like china like oh the outrage right has any has any global leader come out and been like yo dude like maybe reel that in like, are you sure some you want lady, to go there with the truth yeah some some lady was just anybody trampled in a scooter that poor old lady that's yeah. fuck. Grandma on a mobility scooter trampled under horse. Yeah, let's. But has where's the condemnation? Is there a single right. condemnation from a from a, a a national leader that I haven't heard? No, any? no, or because because those are the wrong protesters. BLM protesters can get away with whatever they yeah. want, but other protesters who are advocating for freedom for everyone, which apparently is the wrong kind of freedom, uh, we can all just get trampled by horses. That's really what it says. Yeah, it seems pretty clear that the other leaders are just waiting to see, like, is is Trudeau really going to be able to get away with that? Maybe I'll let's see how he does, and I'll try it. Yeah, I'm sure they think this is a great opportunity. Yeah, we're showing a video here of of uh, of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh, Jared, turn the uh, turn the volume up, Jared. Because yeah, uh, we can't hear it. You can't hear it now. No, no, go ahead. No, because but it would be fucking up. The lady, because um, there's audio, but basically, like Baz was saying, it's they were interviewing this lady with a mobility scooter, and um, and then they brought in the cops, like a whole line of cops on horseback. Like but, cops yeah. on horseback, really? I mean, in the current right? year, I know they're the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and all, but you know, especially right. in a crowd, like what the fuck? That was yeah, that was fucked up. I mean, and this is the type of tyranny and stuff. That, I mean, we know that that Biden was called him and told him, hey, you need to crack down on these people. And apparently there's a convoy. Allegedly, people keep talking about that's coming to it's coming right, so to uh, to D.C. soon. Wow. Hear so this? This, is, this is the audio. There we go. Yeah. There so here. here she's being interviewed. This Here comes the horses. So they ran Savages. over some some lady in a wheelchair. Is that what? It was a mobility I mean? scooter. She, she kind of had it was like a, yeah, a little scooter. I mean, she's a, a rascal. Know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and gets trampled. Apparently, she's still alive. She's in the hospital. That's good. But trampled by a horse. And yeah, like you said, not a single Western leader condemning condemning this. Yet everybody was just like jumping on BLM immediately. Like, oh, just peaceful. Slightly peaceful protest, but just a little bit of burned buildings and looting and, you know, yeah, damaged yeah. private property. Just all of the targets, all the Starbucks, all the, you know, all the O'Reilly. Yeah. All the, all the things parts. that create jobs for yeah. people who are right. low and low, well, low middle class earners. Yeah. Right. I did see an Antifa reply uh, uh, that was captured on Twitter from uh, to the Ottawa police. Ottawa police said protesters are assaulting officers, have attempted to remove officers' weapons. All means of de-escalation have been used to move forward in our goal of returning Ottawa to its normalcy, except repealing the mandates and just leaving people right. alone. All right. right. Let's just. Yeah. But so here is this guy. John uh, Thibault with a um, Antifa logo on his um, on his icon. He says, despite my firm belief that ACAB, you're doing it right. We see that. We wish you'd done it sooner. 
So wow. Hashtag so, Ottawa siege. Hashtag Ottawa. Hashtag Ottawa occupiers. Hashtag Ram Rat Ranch resistance. So now, wow. so now Antifa is is joining what police. Pro police. Yeah. Wow. How firm yeah, is yeah. your belief in ACAB if you're if you're yeah. right? <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, we know you're a bastard, but hey, good job. You know, I mean, like, they're hara- they're harassing everybody. Like they were harassing people just walking down the street to get a cup of coffee down at like Tim Hortons. And this uh, there's a family <laughs> being threatened. Um, the cops. It's this this couple that's had this coffee shop. I think I don't know how for years in downtown Ottawa, and they're being threatened by the cops to shut down because they're. They're helping the terrorists, the terrorist truckers. You know, you're helping out, like threatening to close their business down. It's fucked up. Well, and you know, well, you know, these emergency powers that went lot. out, uh, and there, I heard about like a woman who donated fifty bucks to the convoy, and her bank accounts frozen. They're freezing accounts. Like if so you donated to that, you may have a frozen bank account now. How about how new, about that's the new, you know, uh, war front. How about some of these fucking. Um, it was, I think, that there was a news, a couple report, quote, corporate journalists that doxed some of these individuals. So um, well, they they hacked. Somebody hacked the um, give send go uh, give send yeah. go. Yeah. See if we can find. Well, there's a video of a guy who took credit for it. Who's some kind of? Yeah, he's a little unhinged. Well, yeah, some kind of unhinged. Fucking, looks fucking like he could be part video of game in, nerd. Uh, oh, you know, but but if he really did it, um, but yeah, I mean. They're taking credit for it. They're publishing the names of people that donated to a charity. And like, I don't know, it's like this is being shared on Twitter. Like, isn't Twitter like supposed to like block this kind of stuff? Yeah, speak, but with yeah, their just, new terms of service from a few months ago, you guys remember that? There's they're uh, gonna yeah. they're gonna protect everybody, no doxing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but look at everybody oh, getting doxxed yeah. lately. Now now the corporate media is doing the doxing, so it's like oh well, not so rules for thee, but not for me. <laughs> right, right, yeah, it's and crazy. it's crazy, so pathetic. Yeah, then the LP just coming out with a week's sauce messaging where we've known about this. The trucker rally has been going on for so for weeks now, and not a single like anything from LP National. Nothing on messaging. How about Angela. if I were so, chair? Like, let's see if you guys were chair. You go last, Angela. What would you tweet out about this? I'll, I'll start. I'm going to say, send guns to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I just tweet this. Arm the truckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honk, honk. Yeah, honk, honk. Yeah, ar- arm, the can- arm the Canadian truckers. Yeah. Where are all the welders? It's, kill- it's like killdozer time. that's what would be what what would be the message time that's that's i think that's getting a little edgy even for the for angela as lp chair like that's (laughs) but at what point would you invoke killdozers angela you can retweet killdozers without even saying it i mean come on can we the the artful way to, to navigate things that might be a little over the line is to just retweet them without a comment people the people who need to know they know Right, because um, you might be like, you know, for all you know, you're like, look how horrible this is. I want everyone yeah, to see. Just, you know, Do you have retweet. in your bios like retweet is not an endorsement? Yeah, I wouldn't put that in my bio though. <laughs> um, so what I would I definitely that. do is I would be re- re- okay. So bare minimum, retweeting the best accounts that are covering this, and retweeting the places where you can donate since GoFundMe has shut it down. And highlighting what you can actually do, actually do, because we love to complain on the internet, but I think as a political party, we need to be providing people avenues to change this shit. And then That's also, why I want maybe, to send them weapons. Yeah, and then retweeting, <laughs> putting out links so that we can actually help the trucker convoy in the United States. Because I think that's really important. If we're going to show solidarity, like we need to show them that we're well, trying what, to do What the is same the thing. status of trucker yeah, convoys in the U.S.? I'm I just I'm a little worried. I don't think it started yet. No, it can't. Is it co-opted yet? I just expect it to be co-opted immediately. Oh no, I don't think it's going to be co-opted. I think we're past yeah. that politically. I think we're we're at a point now where they're not trying to co-opt our shit. They're just trying to shut us down and cancel us. I think that the 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 era of astroturfing grassroots movements is kind of come and gone. 
I think but that there's right always now, people that want to jump in front of the parade, right? We've they're, seen they're that always, like over but I and think, over again. The mask is what, out. What's, what's it going to be like? You know, what's it going to be in the U.S.? I just feel like, like I already saw somebody's tweet. They're like, it's more than just vaccine mandates. It's for the grandparents who died in nursing homes. It's for our destroyed economy. It's for the children. It's for blah, 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 blah. It's for the this. And and I just see that it's going to wander, you know, it's going to wander and drift. And next thing you know, some some tea party type thing. Yeah. You know, it's going to be Ted Cruz. Yeah, it's going to be a Ted Cruz. And I support the truckers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. So, I hope I'm yeah. wrong. Well, see, I understand what you're saying, but I, I do think that politically the era that we're in, it, we're too polarized and no one is going to co-opt or grift off of things until they know that they're totally safe. And the trucker convoy is not safe because of what we've seen happen in Canada. People like, Maybe Ted Cruz or who else? You know, if Ted Cruz really grew a pair and came out, that that would be fantastic. But I don't think that we're going to see that yet because these people are scared shitless because they're like, oh fuck, I don't want my bank account being shut down. I don't want my assets seized. I don't want what happened. I don't want what happened to the people who were at the insurrection to happen to me. So I think this is a real like line in the sand and that we're going to see the people who are bold enough to actually stand up against authority come out and people who are not. They're not ready to join us yet. Maybe there's some lessons learned too. Like, how about like instead of taking your really nice truck, you buy some old junker yep. that's gonna that's practically gonna barely get there anyway, yep. right? And well, you and you fill it full of concrete, right? There's like, a lot. Well, that, and then you weld the the, the, the gearbox, you know, and you just right, just you really build, like you, go you in weld there up tannerite compartments. Oh, <laughs> okay. I think I just watched something like this happen in Ozark, but um, yeah, yeah, we're but, not seriously. What if you like brought your truck in knowing that you're not getting it out? Right? So that's yeah. the thing is, uh, there's a lot at stake. And I think that for the people who are participating in this, they have to make that risk assessment because we are there. We're at that point where like there is a chance that you're going to get all of your shit seized. Well, what's and, the, and like be- the cheapest tractor trailer you can buy, right? I'm okay, guessing so you can get something that. that runs for like 10 grand, right? Like uh, barely passes inspection. Yeah, but how do you, how do you, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. How do you hide your identity? You know, you don't, you can't hide your identity. No. That's like everything's on the line with this. Yeah, it's not. It's it's no place for people to fuck around and and find out. This is for people who are absolutely serious about it, which is why they really do need support from LP National and anybody else. Right, at least the the, the moral support. The get some the, snacks. The they can't forget cover, the snacks. You know, I and, will feed and, them snacks. Well, and yep. and plus it comes down to. Um, you know, people like to see, like people think like, oh, am I the only one that feels that way? Am I the only right. one? But if you see some some tweets, well, that's that's a political party. That's a legit political view. And look what they just said. Like, yeah, that's the way I feel like it's going to embolden them and it's going to it's going to yep. let them know that, OK, you know, there's there's others out there that, that are thinking like me and I'm not crazy. And that could that can be huge in itself. Absolutely. And that's one of the biggest I think reasons that people that I support rallies and protests is because at this point we know that they don't really change the hearts and minds of people in political positions of power, whatever, fine. But it does change the, the hearts and minds, the attitudes of people who are nervous, who are on the fence and don't know whether or not they have the courage to speak out when they see other people speaking out and doing good things, then they speak out too. Courage is contagious. It is. Cool. Well, uh, I think we're coming up on uh, an hour now. So, uh, Angela, thank you so much for coming on. And um, if you want to plug away, go for it right now. Where can people find you? Where can people donate? Yeah. So if you're interested in finding out more about the anti-mandate initiative in L.A., that's to overturn the vaccine mandate, you can go to medicalfreedomla.com. And if you want to follow me and see everything that I'm doing, uh, you can go to angelamacardle.com or patreon.com forward slash Angela McArdle. That's where I post all of my uh, materials, uh, speech transcripts. I do a different speech for every state convention I attend. I never do the same talk twice. And a lot of the resources and materials I put out for state affiliates and people who want to help fight against the mandates. Nice, nice. Well, uh, so you're going to stick around for our After Hours podcast for a little bit. 
Um, so if you guys want to listen to our after hours podcast, please go to our Patreon, sign up for as little as a dollar a month, and you get yourself access to not only this episode, but all of our past episodes. And um, if you don't want to use Patreon, uh, Patreon, I understand, go to prlfans.com and find out other ways to donate to the show like Bitcoin. And um, we also have T-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get yourself a 10% discount. If you use the code PRL2, you can get yourself a 20% discount if you spend $50 or more. Um, for any CBD needs you have, go to wheeliespharmacy.com and use the code PRL10 for 10% discount. And we're also brought to you by Hidden in Plain Sight by Moral Bob. And until next time, live free or die. <laughs> <laughs>